who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Some of you may think a podcast about representation, it's not for me. But if you're a human being, then the podcast Reppin is for you because we all represent something as people. So are you interested in knowing what you have in common with your favorite actors to best-selling authors and leaders in different genres? On Reppin, you'll meet notable people you think you know, You'll see what they show up for, and you'll see what they represent. It's an insightful, feel-good show, hosted by me, Evelyn. So come and take a listen. Reppin is available wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready? Are you? I'm a ready. Are you ready? I'm still jealous that you get the the frame, and I don't. <laughs> the the gay frame. <laughs> They're discriminating against me. Ah! Uh-huh. How dare you! Um, yeah, I have, for those listening, hi, welcome to Rachel Uncensored. (laughs) (laughs) We're already off to a really great start. I really need to do a fucking intro for this shit because it just starts off. I know there's no starting point to any of this. It's just, we just start talking and you just have to catch up. Right. Hi. We've already been talking for like 10 minutes before we press record. (laughs) We've been talking for 25 minutes. What are you talking about? It's been... (laughs) Whoopsie. (laughs) Whoopsie. Hi, welcome to Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can see an uncensored version of me. I'm sitting down with Emily Brafasitavafaf, and we are are drinking water, (laughs) because it's Wednesday morning at 9.30 a.m. Emily was the first guest on Rachel Uncensored, and I think, like, one of the favorites, and then yay yay and then she is now my co-host on all things internet which is another podcast i have which happens every single monday but there's a lot of things that we can't talk about on rachel uncensored that we not rachel uncensored on all things internet yep and so we're going to talk about them today here on rachel uncensored a lot of it is just about being gay yeah Emily was reading through comments and she's like people have a lot of gay questions I'm like that's not what that podcast is about but she's like right. can we do a gay episode of Rachel Uncensored I call being the, ho- the co-host the guest and I was like <laughs> I called dibs you called dibs on this she's like I'm gay <laughs> Got I'm gay pick me here I pick me gay anyway hi Emily. oh that's good <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change my bio how you doing good Good. Little sleep, but thriving. Aren't we all? Is that not every yeah. human today? Is that not every gay today? Yeah. Yeah. A little sleep, but thriving. All right. So you wrote down a bunch of questions and sent them to me. So it looks like I'm organized, but really it's you. Do you want to just hop into them? You want to just go? Yeah, go for it. All right. Fine. Sounds good. <laughs> Number one, most sexual encounter. Emily, go for it. <laughs> I think I think you read that wrong. <laughs> Most awkward sexual encounter. What did I say? Most sexual encounter. <laughs> I'm asleep. There's this sleep one time with like 20 girls. <laughs> that was my most sexual. What was your most? <laughs> I too am a thriving sleepless gay at the moment. So yeah. I'm, I'm. And you not... don't drink coffee either, right? 
Fuck um, you. I drink more coffee than anyone on the planet. I have like six cups a day. I didn't know that about you. Mm-hmm. I brush my teeth six times a day because I brush my teeth after every cup of coffee because I don't want my breath to smell like coffee or else my girlfriend won't kiss. Well, oh. she kissed me, but I don't want her to smell coffee breath because she doesn't drink coffee. Uh, and also, uh, I don't want my teeth to be stained. Yeah. What is your <laughs> most awkward sexual? <laughs> God damn me. What is your most awkward sexual encounter? I don't like that I have to go first. Uh, you go first. <laughs> my I most, call dibs on going second. Uh, I've had no awkward ones with my girlfriend because she's perfect. Um, does it have to be like in the, the... Why did I pick this? I don't want to answer this either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need to restart. <clears throat> Welcome to Rachel Uncensored. <laughs> uh yeah <clears throat> okay i'll take I it to the team i'm just gonna say i don't have any like i don't want to talk about it <laughs> that's fair um okay i'm just <sighs> i'll say one time there was vomit and one time there's a piece of poop <gasps> and that's all i'm saying and that's the episode folks thank you for joining us <laughs> Um, when we stop recording, I need that story. <laughs> they were two separate occasions. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> My thing is, I don't like to divulge other people's private information. Yeah. So I don't think I should tell the stories because they're involving another human being. What if you use gender neutral terms? No, because I think the majority of people know my girlfriend is the only female I've been with. Well, now they do. All right. <laughs> I, go. Um, I know. I'm like trying to think. Ooh, I mean, probably. Yeah, because I never had anything like awkward happen with women, except it's like probably the, the first time. It's always the men. It's always um, the men. But yeah, again, I don't want to like go into that because... Ew. Um, but yeah, it was probably like my first time when I was like with a woman. Like, did anything awkward happen, or did you just feel awkward? I started laughing. Um, Emily, <laughs> you can't laugh You're at like, someone doing sexual things to you when you ask and not enjoying it. Here's the thing. <laughs> so she was very experienced, and obviously I was not because I it was your first believed. Yeah, that. I was heterosexual up until, you know, a week previously. Um, And so, yeah. And so things were happening and like a a polite person, it was my turn to switch off. (laughs) And literally I was like, I tried to adapt your policy of like fake it till you make it. Yeah. It's a great policy to have. Pretend. Um, That's what I did. I was was never awkward. (laughs) fine (laughs) some of us can't say the same (laughs) and so I was like I was like I'm just gonna be confident and like I know what I like so I'm just gonna transfer that over and like hope it works and then literally before anything even happened I bust out laughing and thankfully she was very cool about it and like she was laughing too and she was like I know it's weird and like you know she was very kind about it but I think that was probably the highlight of my most awkward sexual encounter well that's just me laughing that's nice for you that that's your most awkward sexual encounter is that you giggled well with women with women men's a different story yeah. always uh, mm. all right we're gonna move past this because yeah. Yeah. yeah all right someone asked looking back on your life should you have realized you were gay sooner yep, yep. yes oh my god always yes have you seen me <laughs> Did you see me? I was the gayest person that's ever existed. My favorite place to shop was Home Depot. Oh, my God. Mine is like looking back in my life now, and I talked a little bit about this on All Things Internet, but looking back in my life, I used to have these obsessions with girls my age and older, and Mm. I thought it was because I was jealous of them, or I thought it was like I wanted to be like them, but I was obsessed with them. Like, I would think about them 24-7. I thought they were so cool. Yes. Like, 
you know, just whatever. But um, now looking back on that, I realized those were crushes. Yes. Because I, ha- I had no idea. So you you can like Home Depot and still be straight if you want. <laughs> but what it truly was, was I would get girl crushes. And then I would always just be like, oh, you know, it's just I want to be their best friend. I want to be like them. Right. They're really cool. There's just something about them that's like really like just drawing me towards them as a person. And then right. I, it really should have clicked when in college. I was like, oh, but what if we just like made out for a minute? <laughs> that yeah no my freshman year I used to make out with girls all the time and in my head I'd be like oh I'm not gay like this is just what girls do when they get drunk yeah. and now looking back that on is, it I'm like that's exactly what I said in college <laughs> like I made right out. I there was a few times I'd get drunk and I made out with a few girls but it was very like this is just what girls do because guys suck and like we're we just want to make out with someone but like guys are scary I'm just so drunk <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And it was so confusing growing up because like, I can't even remember what grade I was in when Titanic came out, but this is like my pinnacle story is basically Titanic had just been released. Everyone in my class was obsessed with Jack Dawson. So Leonardo DiCaprio's character, like they had posters of him hung in like their bedroom. They were buying biographies about him, like just anything they could do to be obsessed with him. Meanwhile, like I sat there and I, I couldn't understand it. Like, I would listen to my friends talk about how cute he was. And, like, objectively, I could look at him and be like, okay, yeah, like, he's symmetrical. Like, that's nice. Yeah, I'd be like, that's um, an attractive person. I am not attracted right. to him. But I'd be like, what about that boob scene when he's drawing her? <laughs> Come on, ladies. What about that? <laughs> like, I should have realized. I think what is so hard is in our society, men, the second you have any, like, any inkling, like, any, like, uh, cuddling your guy friend or whatever people are toxic and are like that's gay bro but for women we we're raised that cuddling and holding hands and like just whatever sleeping the same bed together is totally normal and like being obsessed with your best friend is totally normal and girls kiss girls for the attention of men but you just in your head you're like girls kiss girls I'm a girl. Right. I kiss girl. Yes. No gay. Kiss girl. Yes. <laughs> no so, gay here. <laughs> and so I think if it weren't as socially acceptable to be that loving towards a girl, another girl, you right. would realize you were gay faster because like that's how guys. Well, it, like, I was gonna say, maybe if it was more socially acceptable for men to be that way. Like, I think it would be it harder would be- for them to realize that they were gay. That's what I'm saying is like. The reason I think it takes women so much longer is one, we don't have a little penis that goes happy, not happy, happy, not happy. But it's so socially acceptable for girls to be so loving that it's hard for us to find the line sometimes if we're not paying attention between like best friend and girl crush or actual crush. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing that girls are so loving at all. Th- oh right 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 i'm just saying that i yeah. think that was why it was so hard for me was because like this is what best friends do this is what girls do this is totally fine for girls to do that are straight and then like I, and then I, see, I have like i have almost the opposite reaction where i'm like it made it easier for me because this was acceptable oh like, no it to was make out with girls for fun like it was very easy for me to do it and then be like, oh shit. Like, well, see, that's the thing is I made out with girls and then I was like, best friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the girls that like I hooked up with freshman year, like, yeah, nothing clicked. And then it was this one girl and I kissed her for the first time. And in my head, literally, I said in my head, I was like, holy shit, I have never even for a millisecond felt the way about my boyfriend at the time that I do about this woman. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, mine. I literally was just watching TikToks, And then finally I was like, Oh, that was hot. Oh, I, Oh, I want to have sex with her. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm gay. I was, (laughs) it was, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why it clicked when it did. I have, it wasn't like anything different. I've seen hot women my whole life. I've had, a, I've had attractions yeah. to them and justified it. But there was one moment on one TikTok where I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> right. It clicked. Right. I don't know why. And it hasn't unclicked since. Yeah. It clicked and it's, it's locked in gear. Right. Because I think it's like if 
like back when we thought we were heterosexual, it's not like every man we saw, we were like, oh, God, I love them and they're so hot and I want to date them. It like no. takes a very specific person that fit into, you know, what we were looking for. And so it's the same thing with women. We can make out with like 50 women, but like it's the one that yes. like fits what we want that we are very attracted to that like yes. allows that spark to go off. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, but I I don't know. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I we I should have realized earlier, but I was because of society, which I love the way it is that we are able to be women are allowed to be very cuddly and loving towards women. I think that made it harder for me to realize. But I don't think it should yeah. stop. I feel like people should always be loving on each other and I have oh, no right. issues with it. But that's all. Yeah. I mean, I like I think about it a lot and I cannot answer that question about myself like why it took me so long to I figure it out because I had very accepting hippie parents that love everyone and everything. And, and like, also my older sister came out as queer back when it was like still considered a little like unacceptable, um, yeah. you know, by like our town standards. Um, she came out as queer and was like dating women in high school. And I watched her go through that and like, my parents were fine and accepted and like we talked about it and it was open. And so like, I don't know why it took me so fucking long like another 10 years after that, another 15 years, no, 10 years after that to like look at myself and be like, oh shit, I am yeah. too. I, I, my whole, f I, when I did realize that I was gay, there was no hesitation to come out to my family. Like I was like, whatever. Right. I knew no one would yeah. care. I was, right. I was the first person in my, in my family to come out, but it wasn't like a big deal. I wasn't like, oh no, how's it going to be handled? I was just like, right. Hey. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah. It just literally did not click it, until that one moment. I wasn't trying to hide it. I wasn't trying to lie right. to myself. It was a click moment. There was a genuine that's, moment. That's why everyone should experiment. Everyone. <laughs> yes, but I, I made out with girls and it still didn't click. Well, that's why you have to keep experimenting. Oh, just keep going. <laughs> just keep going until everyone is gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my advice for today. All right. That's fine. That's my advice. Just everyone keep making out with the same sex until you're gay. That's my gay agenda. Oh, my God. Fox <laughs> News is going to pick up this clip and be like, the gay agenda. It's real. Follow Rachel Uncensored. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Nah. All right. I mean, yeah, I, that's, should we have realized sooner? Yes. But there was, I don't yeah. think there was a way to have made us realize sooner. I genuinely don't. Yeah. We both had. It's a, not a should. It's a we could have. Could potentially, have. Maybe. Everyone um, else but, you know, realized before us. <laughs> Everyone else oh, yeah. in our oh, families. Yeah. My my older sister and my like these two girls that I grew up with that I like often refer to as my older and younger sister. Um, they were calling me like I in their phone. My name was Leslie since I was like 12 years old. <laughs> like I, they have always called me a lesbian. And so then. Um, yeah, when I like told them, cause I called up like the, my little sister first and I was just like, oh, Hey, so I broke up with, you know, boyfriend. And I was like, uh, because I made out with this girl and I think I'm gay and I'm going to take her on a date next week. And she was just like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's, I was like, she was like, we, we know we've known. <laughs> They've all known. Like, Damn it. I think Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> See, I had people constantly telling me, I think what might have happened as well we'll never know we will never know we'll but never know. i think i have fought it so much because when you tell someone they're gay and they aren't ready to accept yeah. it yet or come out that is not gonna help anything and i think a lot right. of that was happening to me with people like you're so gay you're gay you're a lesbian does she get off gay vibes that was like no i am str like i didn't know yet and i was annoyed that people were I, putting an identity on me that i hadn't myself yeah confirmed or come to a realization or just like didn't want at that moment and so I think I fought harder to be straight quote unquote and mm -hmm. maybe that is a reason that it didn't click for so long I don't know but yeah that's not cool I mean no. like you can always help like people you're close with explore their sexuality by being like having open discussions about it but like yeah. straight up going to someone and being like you're so gay you just need to admit it like, yeah, you're just pushing them back in the closet for a while. Yeah, because they're going to fight you. They're going to be annoyed with it. Right. And you might, yeah, a conversation of like, 
have you ever thought about being gay? Have you ever thought about being bi? And then someone, they'd be like, no, I'm not. I'd be like, okay. I just sometimes okay, thought cool. about it. <laughs> like, yeah. Move on. Yeah, it's no one's place to tell someone else what they are or are not. That's just, yeah. I know. Come on. And I, yeah, I also had the entire internet telling me I was gay, and that's wasn't fun yeah. to deal with, but I'm fine with it now. All right, right, before we move on to the next question, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Skims, Skims is our sponsor for today. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting that they're the first thing I rip off my body when I get home for the day. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally had to try their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting is how comfortable they are and how much my girlfriend steals them from me. Even the underwire bras, I'm wearing them all day and I barely even notice them. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I get home anymore. And I especially love the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra from Skims. It's literally the best t-shirt bra I have ever owned. I wear it almost every day and I need it in more colors because it's the only bra I wear. The straps are adjustable and the Fits Everybody material is obviously the best for all day comfort. And my girlfriend very much loves the Fits Everybody push-up bra in Onyx. So if you guys want to try them out, I highly suggest you do shop skims bras at skims.com now available in 62 sizes it goes from 30a to 46h that's a lot plus get free shipping on orders over 75 dollars if you haven't yet be sure to let them know that i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop down menu that follows home chef home chef is our sponsor for today you know I'm not the biggest cook, and that's why I love meal kits. Being able to feast on delicious meals without long prep and cook times, and that is why I'm shouting out Home Chef. Home Chef's meals are effortless, even for someone like me who isn't making it on Top Chef anytime soon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes, ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. There's over 30 options a week and serves a variety of dietary needs. And you know I'm picky and I think that they're great. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners 18 free meals plus Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash Rachel. That's homechef.com slash Rachel for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash Rachel. You must be an active subscriber to receive the free dessert. We did. It was best fiends. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) um how is being in a gay relationship different from a straight one well you have more orgasms (laughs) if you didn't just take the words right out of my mouth i'm sure for our heterosexual listeners who have a very healthy sex life i'm sure you are thriving imagine (laughs) coming every time you have sex multiple times multiple Oh, it's so um, sad I, to hear my straight <laughs> friends talk about their sex life. Yeah. I buy them all vibrators. <laughs> yep. I'm sure there are some people out there that are straight that have great sex, but... Nope. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bestie, I hate to break it to you. You might have great, but I ain't the best. Mm-mm. And there yeah. is... There are, they, it's just, uh, just being with someone who understands and is willing to listen. Yes. I mean, I think, hold on, my glasses and my uh, headphones. Okay. It's, it's like dating your best friend. Like they understand mm-hmm. all of, like as a woman, they under, uh, they would understand all the woman things that you have to go through. And like periods aren't gross. And it's like, yep. you just know each other's cycles and 
they understand you sync up you sync up and you understand the pms and you understand when it's like i like just you understand everything about them because you yeah you have the same kind of experiences in life right and it's it's a lot so you're more understood and i mean also each person varies like you're gonna there's toxic women out there there are yeah, toxic definitely. men out there so you're not obviously not every gay relationship is perfect or better right but mine is <laughs> mine was the like when i started i mean i dated like one not so great woman so she doesn't count but the rest of them when i started dating women that was the first time ever in my dating history that i felt validated and seen and yeah. not like I was being over dramatic or too much or yeah anything that the men in my life had constantly told me like I felt like with the men my emotions were constantly belittled yes and like written off as oh you're just being an emotional woman or oh my god are you about to get your period like the very stereotypical like douchey stuff yeah. that men say when they don't want to own up to their own actions or they don't just don't want to comfort someone and then when I was with women I really it took me a long time to reverse that thinking of I'm not too much and like I'm not a burden and I can sit here and express my feelings yeah. and my partner will listen and validate and make me feel better yeah and it was mind-blowing <laughs> yeah and I'm sure with men men dating men they feel that they're more understood as well just yeah. because they have the same experiences and the same types of emotions and all that stuff so I'm not saying we're not saying like men are the worst in this moment. We're saying right. <laughs> we're saying dating someone the same gender as you, it's easier to be understood for them to understand you. Yeah, because with all of these questions, everyone has to take it with a grain of salt, knowing that we don't mean everyone, every straight relationship, every no. man, every no. straight woman. No, these are just our experiences and yes. what we have found to be true. Yes, and I'm happy. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> is my experience. Yeah. I have very much well also like I get I, I've dated a few guys but I, my high school boyfriend was a party asshole he was an asshole he wanted to be a cool dude he was just like he's great now we've mended things but back then he's even apologized oh. me at our 10-year high school reunion wow. he found me and apologized he's like I was an asshole and I was like it's so cool bro we like we all made mistakes whatever and he was like no yeah. I was an asshole and I was like oh thank you for saying that it kind of wow. validated me he is married to a yeah. beautiful woman and they live in new zealand now and they're great he's he's fine wow. now but he was an asshole and then in college i tried to date and guys were assholes and i went on dating sites and i went on and i just like i didn't click with anyone one because i was gay but right i i didn't i just i never felt seen heard understood whatever i was dealing with also when i was in the dating pool it would, with guys it was wow uh a really long time ago 10 years ago and so yeah. sexism and misogynism was, was like feminism what like people laughed at feminism they still do now oh, right. but like there are more understanding guys and feminist guys now and yeah back then it was i but when i was a psychology major every guy i knew made fun of me because they thought therapy was a lie and it was stupid and it didn't make sense. And now everyone's like pro therapy and I'm so for it. Right. But that's but that when I was dating, trying to like go on dates with guys, that's what I was dealing with. <laughs> I'm like, that's nasty. So my experiences with men were not the best with dating, but women have had no sadness. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Um, someone then someone asked, what's the downside to being gay? society <laughs> yeah the homophobia <sighs> having everything be heteronormative constantly um like like when my ex and I were planning our wedding every like form we got except a few vendors but m the majority of forms we got or like I don't know everything was like bride and groom hated that like it makes me feel it makes me again feel like I'm a burden like I'm yeah. a burden because I don't fit into your little category and you don't and, like and I, you you're a people pleaser. You probably didn't want to make them feel uncomfortable, but have to go through oh, the right. bride and bride. Right. Yeah. It's like, just like, yes. Right. Um, we even had, 
we even had a wedding vendor that wouldn't work with us. And this was a company that I had had my eye on since I was like 15 years old because I was upset. They were a videography company for weddings. Yeah. I was obsessed with them, like would watch their videos religiously, like would sob at them every single time. And I knew when I had my wedding, I wanted to hire them and they would not work with us because we were a same sex couple. So that sucks. Homophobia sucks. And it's very much alive and well. It is. I haven't, I've gotten like a few gay slurs online. Luckily the internet's been very, very, very kind to me. Um, yeah. In person I've gotten slurs. Uh, like I've had someone just call me a bitch ass lesbian dyke. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, you get more pussy than he does. So (laughs) yeah, I do. (laughs) But I like, uh, the, I, it is that it's this society, the homophobia or whatever. One time when I was annoyed, my girlfriend and I were out and we were at a bar and a guy walked past me and he stopped. He, he looked at me and he goes, you're really beautiful. Are you here with anyone? And I looked at my girlfriend. I said, yeah, my girlfriend. I said, no, yeah, her. <laughs> I pointed to my girlfriend and he was like, okay, do you want to have a dance? And I said, no, dude, I'm with my girlfriend. And he was like, and he looked at me, he's like, I can't have a dance. And then, nope. And he walked away and I was like, no, I'm good. Have a good night. And then my girlfriend was like, babe, he didn't realize that I was like your partner, spouse, girlfriend. He thought you were just like, I'm, I'm here with my girlfriends. And I my was like, girly friends. <laughs> I was like, dang it. There's to be a better word. <laughs> and they were best friends. <laughs> and they were roommates. <laughs> and they were roommates. Um, yeah. Just I little hate things. that. I hate, yeah, I hate constantly having to defend myself yeah. and like, oh, and constantly coming out. So like, um, on the side, I work at like, well, I guess for my full-time job, I work as a virtual assistant and I just hired or I, I took on this new client. Um, and, you know, we were getting to know each other and talking over Zoom. And he said at one point, he was just like, oh, so you and your husband husband moved back from California. And I had to be like, no, it was actually me and my wife. And like, I hate that. I hate because yeah. con- I never know how someone's going to react. I never know if they're going to be like, feel bad about assuming which I don't care like I mean it does annoy me sometimes but like I'm not gonna punish you for assuming I'm straight like I never know like if they're gonna be homophobic and like thankfully he was very cool about it and he was like oh my god that's awesome but like it's just the fear of Mm -hmm. like that 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 pause in between someone assuming that you're straight and then you having to correct them or explain in some way where you're just like oh this could go in so many different directions yeah and like that that fear that settles in so (sighs) That's it. That's the only part of it is society and other people. It's nothing to do with the relationship or the person you're dating. No. Uh, Everything else is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hold on. I'm reading the questions. I'm finding one that I really want to talk about. Have your outlooks on marriage or having children changed since discovering you were gay? That was a good one. I liked that one. Mine is no. Mine is um, it depends on the person I'm with. So, like, I did not want to marry my last person. (laughs) And I did not want to have kids with them at all because I knew it was wrong and I knew it was toxic and I knew that I would have been miserable. Now, uh, I would like to get married. And if kids seem like the right thing to do at the time, I'm down for it. But before, I was like, hell no. Hell no, Dougie. And I'm like, yes live with me forever yes <laughs> yes i keep you you keep me i keep you don't leave me <laughs> um you're legally bound by the government <laughs> we looked up the other night we were like if someone if one person in the party wants like uh in the partnership wants a divorce and the other person doesn't can the other person just be like no and like refuse like we had to look that up the other day on yeah, google it's like they- to see like if you Yes, they can. You can refuse to say no to a divorce. Yeah, you can say no, but then it's the it's more legal mumbo jumbo where you have to file and wait six right. months and do all that shit. And then the judge has to like force you to sign. Yeah. Yes. But, but yeah. Anyway, side story. Um, I've always wanted to get married. I don't know if it's just what's been ingrained in me <laughs> via society. Um, but I just I love the idea of like being someone's person and sharing a life with them and like I know you can do that without being married but I like it's, big celebrations and weddings and I don't attention, care so. I don't care <laughs> see I don't like it I don't want a wedding I don't like that stuff <sighs> no I, it'll be so fun I would have a party 
okay. just wouldn't have a way. I don't need. I don't feel the need to stand up and make walk down the aisle and all that shit. Mm, yeah. For me, it's like the last step to do with someone to prove that you want to be with them, and it's like a, it's a physical sign. It's a, it's like that last step. Like yeah, you could live with anyone, but you are willing to make that sacrifice that if it goes south, you're gonna either work harder or it's gonna be harder to break up, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Right. And it's like the last yeah. thing to do with someone. Like you can't go greater than that. I mean, I guess have kids with them, but like that's the the biggest step to show that you like you're in love and you want to be with them. That's that's why. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't uh my view hasn't changed because of being gay. It changed because of who I'm with. And like they'd the be person. a better partner. Yeah. Yeah. Um I have always wanted kids. I've always wanted a buttload of kids. Um and being gay does not change that. It just makes it harder because now we have to pay to have our children, which sucks. Yeah. And that's a whole, we could do a whole freaking episode on how slimy the sperm industry and the adoption industry is. Yes. And like it's how not malicious easy. it is. We've talked about that because a lot of couples are like, we don't know how we feel about kids. You know, if it happens, it happens. And for us, it's like, well, we have to plan for it to happen. There's no accident. Right. It's like, okay, we're going to consciously make this decision and we have to go spend thousands upon thousands so of dollars money. to make it happen and go through hormones. And so it's like, you really have to want it. Cause there's a lot of times right. where like people, I have friends that are like, yeah, we want kids. We're going to pull the goalie and just see what happens. You know, not like actively try, but just see. And it's like, right. How convenient. <laughs> right. So nice. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. When I was looking into it, they charge more for more information. So like if the first step for like having children in like a lesbian relationship is like we would go to a sperm bank. Yeah. Um, and basically you like sit down and you flip through this portfolio and you pay them a base fee. And normally it's like $1,500. Um, but that's just to know what the person's, what the male donor's race is and like level of education. Then if you pay $2,000, you get to like see their picture. Then if you pay $5,000, you get to have like a medical history. And if you pay 10,000, it's like they keep charging more and more. Yeah. For more. It's so disgusting how they like monetize off of people not being able to have children. I am disgusted. Yeah. Because then like the adoption industries. They have the info. Right. They just won't give it to you unless you pay them for it. It's, yeah, it's a mess. And I'm sure not all clinics are like this, um, but definitely the ones I looked into are. (laughs) Wow. I'm outraged. That's disgusting. So, yeah. So that's the only thing that's changed is now I have to pay for my children instead of just, you know, being able to have sex and have them. (laughs) I mean, I know some gay women who just has i know just did it with a dude because then the just you know i uh, we i'm gonna speak for myself i considered okay. it there's like this app i can't remember what it's called but it's basically for people in the queer community gay men can get on there and um find surrogates um that won't charge like the fifty thousand dollars to carry their child um and then gay women can get on there or like anyone in the lgbtq plus community can get on there and um they can find people that are willing to give sperm for free so like if we give you sperm for free, then like maybe down the line, you'll consider being a surrogate for us. Like some people just do it out of the kindness of their hearts. Some people do it as like a trading system. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, so I considered that for a while, but I'm so scared of like potential legal ramifications. Like yeah. what if someone gives me a baggie of their sperm and then like 12 years down the road, they're like, oh, I want to know my daughter. Nope. So then I'd have to pay a lawyer to come up with all of these. Like, so it's like the same thing. It's going to yeah. a sperm clinic by the time I'm done with like the legal fees. Yeah. So. Uh, it's it's all just like yeah. It, it's you could know somebody like you know, a lot of times like I feel like uh, lesbian relationships, the girl who has the baby will take the sperm of a family member of the other woman. Like yeah. So like the baby can have both sides DNA. So it is like you know. Part both parts there biologically, yeah, yeah. Both parts. We, of the family. we considered that. We but, considered asking my, my my ex-wife. We considered asking her brother, and I even considered asking my best friend's husband to donate because he's just this. I mean, both of them they are just incredible men. But then we kept talking about how awkward it would be because we'd obviously see these people all the time yeah. and like 
do we lie to the children and like just be like, no, you had a random sperm donor? I don't like the whole idea of like lying to kids. So then when we tell them like, what do they call their Uncle Emerson? Do they call him like Uncle Dunkle Emerson? Emerson yeah, Daddy I, Uncle. <laughs> like, I thought about it and it would just be like, no, that they're they're the uncle and because they're they're not raising them and they're a part of their life and they can be involved, but like they aren't their father. And that is where it gets tricky to yeah. say they aren't their father, yeah. but if later they try and claim rights and you're like this isn't your kid biologically but then yeah you have to get lawyers and stuff involved it is it's difficult it's hard yeah we just have so long story long we have to think about it <laughs> a lot harder than straight couples <laughs> who are we're who more, are able to have kids we're more like, annoyed with it now <laughs> we're more annoyed with it and more broke because of it <laughs> yes uh all right uh someone asked what was your favorite way you've seen someone come out? Oh, I have mine. Do you have yours? No, I don't have one. Go. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> my sister who came out in high school, like I said, we had very accepting parents, but yeah. she was just in the middle of a rebellious phase. And we grew up in a very small town that is like Southern and homophobic and, you know, whatever. So instead of telling my parents that she realized she's gay and now, you know, is going to date women, she decided to go to the local newspaper. What? And have them write a special about her. They what? did a feature on her about like gay teens in the town we grew up in. And so that is how it was announced to my parents and grandparents and everyone is my mom picked up the newspaper from outside the door and opened it up and bam, there was my sister's face. Why is your sister the most extra person on the fucking planet? I love it. That is the best thing I've... No, there's no chance. I love it. Yeah, Um, it's good. I haven't had, I've either known people and they were already gay or they didn't really tell me much. Like I haven't really seen, the only person I feel who has come out to me is Jojo. Oh, right, right. I haven't had people like come out to me and I also haven't like witnessed it happening around me. I mean like. What about oh, Sammy? Oh yeah, I was about to say, Sammy came out to me. Uh, we just talked on the phone and it was, the annoying part with that is that was uh, my, I already realized I was gay, but I wasn't telling anyone yet. Oh. And so she came out to me and my whole brain was just overwhelmed with the thought of me like, oh, I want to tell her so bad. But me too. yeah, I just been like, oh, I wanted to have like, but it was her experience. Like she needed to have her moment, but mm. I, mine was clouded by my own thing. And I feel bad about it, but like, you know, I was very supportive and like, oh girl, I love it. Fuck yeah. Like, right. How'd she realize? She didn't tell know me in the moment. It. Yeah. I was like, tell, you know, she doesn't know what was going on in my head. But I so badly wanted to be like, fuck, same, same, <laughs> same. Um, Jojo came out to me, though, because I came out to her and then because we hadn't seen each other for a year because of COVID and we went to hang out in her backyard. And it was right after I had broken up with my ex and I started telling my family that I was gay. Um, and I went over to her place and sat down and we Jojo and I have a relationship where we won't talk for six months. And then we talk again. We're best friends. We hang out every day for another six months. And then we don't talk for six months and there's no bad right. blood. She gets busy. I get busy. Blah, blah, blah. It's right. not a big deal. That's how the best friendships are. Yeah. It's because we, neither of us are insecure in the friendship. So we don't feel yeah. the need to like, Hey, are you mad at me? Hey, I haven't heard from you. Do you remember me? I'm like, ah, bitch, I know you remember me. Fuck. Right. <laughs> I know you love me. So, we went and met up in her backyard and we sat down and we were both nervous. I could tell we were both nervous. And she was, we sat down. She's like, what's new? And I was like, well, I broke up with my ex and I'm dating women now. And she goes, same. And <laughs> then we just started screaming and running around in circles. And that was, that's how we go to each she, other. She didn't have like a, in JoJo fashion, like a, a backdrop that dropped no. down and it's just this full band. <laughs> <laughs> playing a pride song i was the first person outside of her family that she told and so Aww. she had I, she wasn't really like before i came over apparently her parents were like are you gonna tell her and she's like i don't know if it seems right and i it was i gave her the opportunity you know to do what i, I wish i had done with sammy which would have been same because it was more fun right. but uh, that's something else that's a downside to being gay is like you can't just like tell people randomly like oh, I'm dating women or like, oh, I met this girl. They're going to be like, what? You're gay? Like, it has to be announced. Yes. Like, and and I don't want my kids to go through that. So like, I'm going to constantly tell my kids, like, it doesn't matter who you date. Like, just make sure you date someone that like, 
is kind and you know yeah. that you like and are compatible with and you know blah 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 but like don't feel like you need to announce to me that's, that you're gay that's like, how I felt with the internet I was like well fuck now I gotta tell the internet I wasn't scared of hate I wasn't scared of any repercussions or whatever I was genuine like I just like don't want it to be a thing because I don't think it right. should have to be a thing and so it shouldn't it shouldn't and so I said in a vlog Joy's watching my dogs because I'm going to take my girlfriend to Joshua Tree for Valentine's Day <gasps> and that I, I didn't that. they didn't know I had announced that I was single like two a month and a half prior and then mm. I hadn't said I was dating anyone I hadn't said I was gay and so I was just like this happened and then I just started vlogging as if I had not said anything and then Twitter my sister was like girl you gotta tell Twitter because they're all fighting with each other being like she could have meant like friend you don't know don't right. out her don't out her <laughs> don't assume things you know being really really kind and sweet you know yeah. trying to defend me because they're like we don't have all the info and so I was like fuck so I just right. I, I tweeted a little thing to like imply yes and then that was that was it and then I was just like slowly and I think that's why I still on my TikToks go, wait, she's dating a girl. I missed a chapter. And it's because I didn't do a uh, grand coming out. I just right. continued to post my life as I do. Right. I just have the most gorgeous woman on the planet next to me in the photos now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Coming out was, I think, the weirdest for me with the Internet. Did you ever tell your ex before you broke up with him, like, I'm gay? That's how I broke up with him. <laughs> I didn't. I was such have a puss. I, have I told this story on the internet? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I have. Okay, do it. I had wanted to I I I'd wanted to break up with him for like years. And every time okay. I did, he gaslit me and was super toxic. And there was one time where I said, I want to break up, and he said no. And I was like, vibes. I what? Get out of my house. And then get out. He's like, do you want me to just leave? I was like, yes, please. I said, yeah. And he was like, fine, I'll go pack a bag. And then he started packing and he came back and was like, listen, you don't want this. I was like, I think I do. No, I do. And then he's like, listen, we're just going to go eat dinner. It's fine. And I was like, I got to go. <laughs> just didn't leave and that was almost a full year before I actually kicked him out broke up with him because I was like okay I tried <laughs> right I was like I genuinely said I want to break up I want you to leave I want you out of my house and he just literally said no with a little heart next to it and I was like you're PMSing yeah it was just like listen if you change everything about you this relationship will work and I was like I'm good I don't want to I don't know what to do and so from then on out every day like I called my best friend I was like I gotta break up I I tried and she was like okay you get points for trying she was like right. you know because like that's a star chart for you yeah so it was like a year leading up to that moment and then I I did it and he said no I was like fuck and so <laughs> so for the next year he avoided me he did not like we were just roommates and did <laughs> And they were roommates. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I know. <laughs> he like, we didn't speak to each other. Like he would still get mad at me. I got the silent treatment a lot and I never knew why. And I was just like, okay, we keep, okay. And like, I just didn't know what to do with it. And then I was like, I realized I was gay. And then I was like, okay, I actually have to end this. Like, yeah, actually, actually have to end it. Like, we are just, you know, and he sent me an email. I can't believe I'm telling this story on the internet. He sent me an email that asked me to. Go ahead. <laughs> You're too deep in it now. Okay. So I had been, I, for a year, wanted to break up with him. Tried. Genuinely said the words. Then for the next okay. year, every day, I called my best friend. And I was like, I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. Finally, like 10 months to eight months later, realized I was gay. And within one month, I finally broke up with him. It was also We just we literally never spoke to each other. We were living, living in the same house and not speaking to each other for a full year because he was just avoiding me because he knew I didn't want to be with him, but he didn't want to leave. 
Right. So finally, I'm. <laughs> I was mowing the lawn, and I get a text from him saying, "I sent you an email. Respond when you feel no rush. Respond when you want to." Hope and you're I, having a great week. <laughs> thanks for making all the Best money. Best regards. <laughs> thanks for making all the money and buying everything and doing all the housework and everything. Yeah. And I okay. do nothing. So what did the email say? It was a proposal for me to buy him a bed for his office so we didn't have to sleep in the same room anymore. And I was like... He can't think this is a relationship. This is over. This is... I'm done. I've... It's over. It's over. Mm -hmm. I'm in shock. I have no words. Okay, how did you respond? This gotta be good. So I was like, this is it. This is like, I'm not buying him a bed. He needed... I need him to leave my house. So... Right. I went in the backyard. I cried a little bit because I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to do it. I didn't tell right. anyone I was doing it. No one in my family knew what was going on because I knew I didn't want I didn't want anyone to stress or whatever. Or, you know, I didn't want yeah. like the little like squawkers in the back of my head telling me to do something. Yeah. The only person who knew anything was my friend Kelly, but she had no idea this moment was happening. Right. So I took a deep breath. I walked into his office and I was I just said I was crying. And he goes, what? <gasps> Ew. <laughs> I said, I'm gay. He screamed and started tearing things <gasps> apart. That's so hot. <laughs> Definitely going to stay with you now, baby. And then we talked for hours and he tried to convince me to not, you know, break up with him. And I was like, this hasn't been a relationship in years. And he's like, so... Like, he knew. He knew it was over. He knew we weren't in a relationship. He he was like, well, what if I do all these? And he named all the things I had been begging him to do, but he acted mm-hmm. like he didn't understand. And he proved in that day and, like, that whole scenario that he knew exactly what I wanted, what I needed, what would have made him a better boyfriend, a better person, and all these right. things. And I was like, he's like, I will do all those things. And I was like, you gaslit me. Like, like the crazy gaslit the fuck out of me saying none of those were real. I was making it up. All of these things. Like he knew clear as day what he was doing. He was a manipulative son of a bitch. And I was just yeah. like, no, it's over. And I gave him a little while to move out and he did. And then that was it. <laughs> I haven't heard. From haven't him heard since. from him since. <laughs> Except when he was using my, I found out he was still using my credit card to buy things. I remember that. Jesus. And still oh never said God. anything. I canceled the card. He still never said anything. He knows his place. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more of the story, but I'm not going to get into details. But that was the gist of it. My God. Beautiful. That's my favorite coming out story. (laughs) Yes. I'm gay. Get out. I I came to my... (laughs) That's literally what I said. Because it wasn't... I didn't break up with him because I was gay. I broke up with him because he was a piece of shit. And the relationship had been over for years. And right. so it was just the last little it was piece like that okay. you needed. It was like because for so long I was like, okay, this is my relationship. I can just deal with this. But then I was like, I'm gay. I have my whole life ahead of me. Okay. Yeah. It's time to end it. So it was like right. the motivation. But that was Yeah. Wow. I came out to my yeah. best friend by calling her because I'd called her every single day to be like, I'm gonna break up with him today. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do yep. it. And yep. one day I called and she goes, how we doing? And I was like, I think I'm gay. She goes, okay. And what are we going to do with this? <laughs> that is the best response someone can have. What are we going to do about what this discovery? Because for her, she was like, yeah, she's got to finally break up with him now. Right. Oh my God. Nope. Yeah. That I feel so privileged all the time because I know people like, Honestly, the majority of people have the hardest time coming out to their family and friends yes. and then have like very traumatic experiences linked to that coming out. Yeah. But yeah, I I had been dating this guy on and off for a few years and like I, everyone in my life thought he was endgame. Like 
we thought we were getting married. Like we thought we were having kids. Like we had planned our entire lives out together and everyone knew like this was it for me. And so then when, yeah, I kissed that. Okay, listen, I'm not a cheater, but he said kissing girls didn't count. That's on him. <laughs> so, so, so we were still dating and I like threw this dorm party because what else are you going to do in college? And this very, very, very attractive, well-known lesbian came to the party and I kind of had my eye on her all night. And I remember whispering to my friend, I was like, do not let me near her because like, and again, like I still hadn't realized I was gay. Yeah. I had, a, I had, a, I had a feeling, um, but I was like, don't let me near her because like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to like control myself. Like, you know, I, I, I have this big crush on her. I don't know. Like, I don't want to cheat, you know, basically. Yeah. And then of course I ended up drunk and, and things happened and it clicked immediately. And then my boyfriend came to visit the next day, but I didn't say anything cause I was too much of a puss and I didn't want to hurt his feelings. So I like spent the weekend with him. Um, and like, but was being very standoffish and he knew something was wrong. Cause yeah. when he left, he called me on his drive home and he was like, is something wrong? You're being really weird this weekend. And I basically pulled the, it's not you, it's me, but didn't say I was gay. I was like, I'm just like not happy and I need my space and you know, blah, blah, blah. Ended Ugh. up breaking up and called my mom. And I was just like, Hey, so I just broke up with Dylan and like, I'm dating this girl now, I think, or like. I don't know. I'm just exploring my options. And instead of my mom being like, oh, you're gay or like, oh, this is new. She literally was like, tell me about her. Like, yeah, didn't skip a great. beat. She was, she was like, awesome. What's she like? What's she majoring yeah. in? And like all of my friends, too. Yeah. That's why when people are like, how do I come out to my parents? How do I come out to people? I'm like, I'm, I'm not the person to ask because yeah. I didn't come out till I was 29. And I had already surrounded myself with people that love me for me. I didn't yeah. hang out with homophobic people, you know, like I, my family's. And that, that's so privileged. And we yes. have to recognize that. Yes. Like and I for think, us to be in a position yes, where we feel safe like that. Of where I live. And yeah. uh, just like the people I, I surround myself with, like I don't have any homophobic friends. And right. I had had homophobic friends in the past and slowly throughout the years, we did them out because I just didn't yeah. want to have homophobic friends, even as a quote unquote straight person. And right. so I, you know, my friends, no one was going to ditch me. And then my family just is, I am privileged, very privileged to have a very loving and accepting yeah. family. And so I don't know if I had come out when I was like 16, things might've been a little bit different I and mean, they probably would have been different, but I came out when I was 29, so it was, you know, I didn't have to worry about much because I was also on a point where I'm like, if someone wants to leave me because I'm going to date women now, that's on them right. and I don't need yeah. anybody. I'm fine. I don't need my parents' right. support. I don't need my family's support, but luckily I have it, so. Yes, I know. That's Yeah, it's so hard giving advice to people that aren't in the same position that we are because it's ultimately like about your own safety. Yeah. So like if you're physically and mentally not going to be safe coming out to friends and family, like you are stuck in such a hard position and there is yeah. no advice I can give no. other than like prioritize your mental and physical health. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, all right. We're going to end on that very sad note because we've been talking for 53 oh. minutes. <laughs> oh, we talk a lot. Wowza. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I know. All right, but that's it. I hope we answered all the gay questions you wanted to ask us. If not, leave us more gay questions and we can do a follow-up episode in a couple months. Down below. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah, Dougie. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, again, we don't think all people, all women are great and all men are trash. We don't think all gay <laughs> relationships are perfect and all straight ones suck. We were our own perspective. That is yes. awesome. Okay. Uh, I love you guys a lot. Thank you, Emily, for joining me. Make sure you check out our... Yes. All Things Internet Podcast, and that is every Monday. And then make sure you subscribe to see Rachel Uncensored every other Wednesday. That's it. Yay! I love, love you. you. Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, I just wanted to come on here and say that if you are currently in a situation where you don't feel physically or mentally safe telling your family or caretaker or friends about your gender identity or sexuality, that you are not alone. We see you and we love you. And as cliche as it sounds, it really does get better. You just have to hang on. 
But if you need someone to talk to in the meantime, you should check out the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project is the leading national organization for providing crisis intervention and suicide prevention services to LGBTQ plus youth ages 13 to 24. They have crisis counselors who are available to chat 24-7, 365, and it is 100% free and 100% confidential. Their number is 866-488-7386, or you can go to thetrevorproject.org to chat with a crisis counselor online now. That's www.thetrevorproject.org. We love you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy, but how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.